Hello everyone and welcome to Creative Refills by Plotter USA. Draw today, shape tomorrow. My name is Job. And my name is April. And we're your hosts for this podcast about journaling and analog systems and maybe some things about Plotter. April, how are you today? I'm doing good, Job. I'm very excited for recording this episode. It's a, it's a long time coming. <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I think we're both really nervous, but we're excited to bring something new to uh, Plotter USA. Yay! <laughs> so, April, do you want to tell us what this podcast is about? What are we even doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. So, for some of you listeners, um, you might not be unfamiliar with who we are. Um, we, you might have seen us at previous pen shows um, on the plotter booth, specific, specifically me, April, um, and Joe probably in like, when was that? San Francisco pen show was the last one mm-hmm. you were at. Mm-hmm. Um, My first one. Oh, your first pen show. <laughs> so the to just break it down like to the most simplest term, you will know that Joe and I are both huge stationary enthusiasts. <laughs> analog lovers mm-hmm. um and we love consuming these type of content like even before we joined part of mm-hmm. team and um we kind of want to explore that side of us um as a side project while working at uh, this company and we thought this would be a fun space for us to uh talk and create more content around <laughs> our favorite things no <laughs> notebooks planners journals (laughs) and all that stuff um so and also i think it'll be really interesting for listeners to kind of see a little behind the scenes of what it's like to work here what it's like to kind of interact with people who created these amazing products and really behind the scenes a little bit in depth about plotter because we've been we started out i started plotter in the united states like mainly digital and during the pandemic, actually. Mm-hmm. So most people's interaction with Plotter initially is just like this online site. And it wasn't until we started um, attending pen shows and really bring the letter binders to the forefront and for people to pick up and touch and feel. Mm-hmm. That tactile. And now you get to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> So, so this is very experimental, of course, but, you know, we've heard a lot of other podcasts out there that talk about stationery and people seem to enjoy it. So we thought this would be something to try. Um, and we're going to explore different topics, of course, on each episode. We are obviously going to be talking a little bit about plotter. <laughs> um, I hope so. <laughs> so. So expect that or, or if we don't forget, right? <laughs> And we hope you enjoy it. I think I, I think it'd be really fun. And Joe, why don't you tell the listeners why we name this podcast Creative Refills? Yeah, so like you've probably have seen already, um, we are called Creative Refills for this podcast. And that's because if you've used Plotter, we have removable refills that you can move in and out of the ring system. And so we thought it would be really cool to play a little like riff on 
the things that we use every day and talk about creativity as well because it's one of the big themes that we want to explore this season and also one of the main tenets that um, we value at Plotter USA. Um, so just a little bit about the podcast. We have a few housekeeping details. So this season will contain seven episodes and we're going to focus on topics like creativity, writing, the different hurdles and blocks that we get, especially creative blocks, which yes. is something that we've probably all felt before. And even some stories and snippets about product plotter products. That's actually a really hard tongue twister. Plotter products. <laughs> Say it very quickly seven times. Plotter products. Plotter products. <laughs> um, and some of you might know, but Plotter is a Japanese company. So there's many different like nuances about the products, really cool details, and even like small pieces of information that we might not necessarily know. So sometime in this uh, season, we're going to reach out to different people, maybe some uh, friends in Japan Ooh. to help us uh, discuss, you know, those different nuances um, in our products uh, so we can deliver um, some really cool information about Plotter that you might not even know and pr probably we don't know either. Emphasis um, on experimental because we're not sure how it will go. <laughs> yeah, so I expect the unexpected. Um, and yeah, we just want to have a fun conversation about productivity. This is not very serious. We want to have fun and we hope that you take a little something away from it, but also just have fun geeking out over stationery and the act of handwriting and creativity in general. Yes, I'm so excited because... Um, as you guys might know, I also um, host a different podcast and it's mostly about new products, but I really uh, will hold on to this cool opportunity to talk about how I use my products, um, my journals, planners, things like that. And Job, I know you also use many systems. And although mm -hmm. we all obviously will focus a little bit more on like rings and like system techo, but I, I bet you have a lot of nuances with the different kind of notebooks that you use favorite tools um, mm -hmm. and how they all kind of play into our daily lives right yeah yeah for sure so this first episode is going to be about system techo what is system techo and we're going to kind of conclude it with a little bit of a discussion about techo kaigi so two, two two words <laughs> at the same time and they both were they both came from Japan, like shisutem mm -hmm. techo, and I'm, I, that was a really bad rendition. I'm so I'm so sorry, but system techo and techo kaigi both came from Japan. I'm not even gonna attempt it. I don't. I think I'm gonna butcher it. <laughs> and and like what they mean, what they are, and how does Potter really play into this category? So, mm -hmm. are you ready? Um, yes. We're getting into, take it away. We're gonna get into the meat of this. So. Mm -hmm. System Techo. I, I did a spiel about this uh, at previous pen show. If you had the chance to attend my my seminar when I presented Plotter. System Techo, um, first of all, system is English brought to Japanese and then like mm -hmm. came back into this word <laughs> system is what it means. <laughs> it's a system. It's like a, a group of organized kind of functional functioning things that work together. A system. Mm -hmm. Techo is a Japanese word for it's a hard one to define because it's a notebook. It's also a mm -hmm. planner. It's also a journal. It's literally 
uh, to translate it directly, hand book <laughs> or mm. accounting book or whatever. Um, so it's a, it, it, funnily, it also translates, in my opinion, to system. So it's like system, system, <laughs> a, a system. <laughs> what? Mind blown. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> but yeah, Techo basically is this notebook that, you know, that you can use for your functions. And in Japan, um, a lot of people refer to like an agenda that's typically dated or um, uh, used as mm -hmm. a planner or used as an organizer. And system techo together refers in Japan specifically to the ring binder category. Like, mm -hmm. um, because, you know, the, the whole construct of a ring binder allows you to add and organize and take out and move mm -hmm. around like a very flexible system i'm walk i'm oh. like talking in circles here <laughs> system. no but that makes sense though because like yeah. it's modular in a way right that's that a great other... word that's a great word <laughs> modular <laughs> so so yeah system touch show uh and what i'm going to be talking about here really just like in plain words a ring binder a ring plan or mm. a ring system if you will and it began its history around World War One. Um, back then, like these pastors had their parishes and lieutenants, you know, take people to war and they need mm -hmm. to organize. Like a, a war is a huge organized effort, and there's oh a lot gosh. of information that needs yeah. to be dispersed um, from like a singular person to a lot of people who mm -hmm. in a very chaotic situation and. A more gnarly detail that I shared at the pen shows is that mm -hmm. um, the reason why they even started doing like this, like keep writing down things to pass on as orders is because mm -hmm. unfortunately, like casualties of war, people are going to die. And then like oh if gosh. the lieutenants like die, then the, the, the information needs to pa be passed down to, needs the, to, live on. Oh, to okay. the next person that steps up mm -hmm. and they this person may not be a skilled, uh, usually commoner steps up or whatever. And so that's why organized information um, is important, is an important tool, a war tool mm -hmm. by officers um, based on this important need that, you know, important information needs to be disseminated in an effective mm -hmm. way. And so, um, they probably chose the ring binder as the easiest <laughs> to like put in more <laughs> such an interesting history. More pages if needed, maybe. And mm -hmm. and so um that kind of like alludes to why, you know, it, it was referred to the most common size is called the Bible size in Japan, actually, the ring planner, the personal mm -hmm. size. And I wonder if that's because like like I said earlier, the pastor Oh the pastor uses it. <sighs> it's like it's the size is very common to the size of a Bible. Uh, that like handheld palm size maybe yeah um and you know there's other brand there's a very famous brand final facts that came out of british um from from britain like and they started using the bible size but somehow in the united states um they start calling it personal size hmm. um so i don't know where that transition began but in japan they still refer refer to it as bible size a lot for that personal the most typical size Very interesting you see 
And the reason why Ring Systems, System Techo, became so popular is that, you know, once the war ends, you know, there was that era, the age where, you know, digital media, they're starting to have shows and movies that mm-hmm. are used to entertain the public. And there are all these, like, movies that really, like, um, put ring systems on a pedestal because they always let yeah. like the hero or the main character hold them like either whether they're doctors or adventurers interesting like, it's like if they they're holding a, le- a, a ledger like an agenda or system or ring planner mm-hmm. and they look like they got it all together <laughs> like yeah that's the smart one the person who who saves everyone uses a, a ring ledger you know to get the information mm-hmm. or um, you know, you, that person looks very put together, like that person yeah, is the one like to the look idealized to. Yes. And person. in the Japanese mainstream market, it became associated with someone who uses a ring system as someone who's like very like accomplished or, you know, good to go oh, or like to, to look nice. to. And, and today the Japanese market, as we both know, is still very mm. analog based. And I, mm-hmm. a lot of people, I, I was just in Japan last year and in, on the train, in coffee shops, people still write down things in their little notebooks. I love that. <laughs> it's, it's just a part of life. And mm-hmm. I think that's why System Techo continues to be a mainstream type of system that's being yeah. used despite there's so many competitions these days with bound notebooks, you know, leaflets, spiral ring. Uh, system mm-hmm. techo with its now i think iconic leather covers um they mm-hmm. look elegant they look classy they look professional they, they really do they look really good at like a workplace so i think mm-hmm. i think that's why um brands like plotter do very well in japan and you know kind of us introducing it in the united states feels a little counterintuitive with the digital age but i think yeah. I think there's a market for it, and I think that's kind of why it worked for you and I. <laughs> so when people think or approach Plotter for the first time, I, I get this a lot. Like, is it a journal? Is it is it a planner? Actually, mm-hmm. a lot of people today say, like, my Plotter planner, like, my Plotter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm planning my Plotter. Um, it has, System Techo has many names in the United States. Basically, ring planners, which is the most common, like, mm-hmm. use word case. Day planners, have you heard of those? Um, I, yeah, I think so. Like, I think it's it's a generation before us, sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> agendas, uh, personal organizers, I think I've heard yeah, of that a lot. I've heard that, yeah. And it, I think it's becoming more popular these days to call it a planner, um, mm-hmm. And here's my question: Like, what do you what do you think of? Like, what would you define Plotter is like in terms of what it is? The thing is, like, you can use it as a planner. Like, that's just one yeah. facet of it. I think both of us use it for many different things. Like, you can journal, which is maybe more about reflection. Maybe you know, planning is usually like forward thinking and thinking about the mm-hmm. future, but that doesn't mean like you can only do that in your 
plotter. So mm. it's such a tricky thing, right, to name it just like one thing because it can be multiple things. That, I mainly use plotter as a planner, but I also mm-hmm. love that it's a notebook. Like it's a yeah. commonplace notebook for me when I use it at work. Um, mm-hmm. I don't journal in my plotter, but people do use it as a journal. But mm-hmm. I I want to call it a notebook, in my opinion, because it it can have planning functionalities. It has yeah. the unlimited blank pages uh, mm-hmm. to turn it into a notebook that always has a fresh page. Don't you just hate like found notebooks? <laughs> you always. <laughs> Have that, like, like no and also like oh, what do i put in it that's worthy mm, <laughs> that's, the, that's true it's actually like the first page you're like oh like, what do i put like, a fresh notebook feels so good but i don't want to start it because what if i abandon it halfway which happens to me a lot and <laughs> plotter kind of became that disposable fresh new notebook every new page i tear out of the refill memo pad so mm-hmm. felt good in that way sometimes. Um, and yeah, journaling capability. It's a lot. It's a system. That's why I think calling it a system is a pretty way to go about it because you can def- put your own definition on what mm-hmm. it's supposed to be. I'll just go a little bit into how is it different from other ring planners for people listening here for the first time mm-hmm. who doesn't even know what plotter is. Just a, a little, little quick recap Plotter are a, uh, a type of letter ring binders. We're from Japan. Really new company to actually <laughs> only six year, five, six. Last year was their fifth anniversary. No, yeah. no, the year before. Oh my God, we're in year 2024 now. 2022, mm-hmm. <laughs> had, they had their fifth anniversary. Um, so we're, we're kind of going past six year a little bit since its founding. Um, it's a it's your typical standardized ring dimension with the mm-hmm. Bible size being the most popular or personal size. If you want to do a fair comparison, you can go a size larger to the A5 size. Um, there's a propriety size that's a little bit narrower than the personal Bible size, which is called a narrow size. Um, you have oh, I didn't know. I'm <laughs> <not> kidding. <laughs> You have the mini six size, which is equivalent to a pocket size. And then you have a really cute, really popular mini five, My which, fave. Is, which is the super small pocketable handheld size. And mm-hmm. what's different from uh, Plotter, different from other brands, is that Plotter is a very slim um, ring leather binder. And usually when these ring binders are made of leather, they use several pieces of leather to put it together so that the mm-hmm. the ring hardware has somewhere to sit on as they assemble it together. But anyway, the smaller rings um, allows Plotter and its single leather form factor. There's really literally a mechanism where it uh, attaches the ring hardware into the center of a singular rectangular piece of leather that made it mm-hmm. so compact, easy to carry around. Um, bulky planners have their place. Not saying that's not a way people like to do things. I have friends mm-hmm. who just love a stuffed ring planner because they feel mm-hmm. comfort. Um, they feel safe and comfortable about having all their things in one place. And Plotter mm-hmm. just offers an alternative where it could be um, a little bit more compact, a little bit more portable, 
um, and then having that same feature as, of Assistant Tetra where you can have your data pages, non-data pages, project pages all together. And Plotter also uses really good letter. Um, this might be a future episode, but our, uh, our director, <laughs> Takayuki Saito in Japan from Tokyo, he, he has an affinity for leather that's like uncomparable. He loves it so much. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll dive into that, I think, into the type of leathers that Plotter use, um, how he even goes about searching for those. And finally, um, refills, I think, is, per I personally think, something really special uh, to mm -hmm. Plotter that's not seen with other systems, other system Tetros, because yeah. if you typically buy a ring binder, the refills come in, like, a pack with yeah. loose sheets. And mm -hmm. I kind of get it, because obviously you can take out as many sheets as you want, and you, like, mm -hmm. fit it into your the rings, and then you... You, you have that ring binder as the starting point for writing, right? Mm -hmm. And when I was first introduced to Plotter, it was very mind-blowing. Like, actually, the first starting entry point into your system is not the Plotter, but the yeah. refill memo pad. Like, the refill memo pad. <laughs> like, that is the starting point because each refill are actually bound, glue-bound on one side, so, uh, and so it's like tear away pages. So instead of yeah. a pack of loose sheet that it's, that could be hard to store, it's a, it's basically a standalone notepad that you can use on the side. And it's, it's so creative. It's like, creative you can't, <laughs> Sorry. I had to, I had to. Oh my God. You just got me there. I wasn't expecting that joke to pop up here. I'm so sorry. 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 It just came out of nowhere. Um, so yeah, the refill memo pads from Potter are glue bound on one side. So if you are the type of person who doesn't like writing inside the binder because of the rings getting in your way, Mm -hmm. You can actually really comfortably just use the refill memo pad yeah. like a normal notebook. And then, uh, as you need, take the pages out and store in your letter binder, the plotter binder, and then write simultaneously on both sides, both, both mm -hmm. methods. Like, it's, it's got everything for everyone. That's, that's my favorite part. About. Yeah, the memo pad is like such a cool name for it too, because it feels like you're writing like on a standard memo pad that we've <laughs> all done before. But like, it feels also very like I don't know, premium and and like a nicer way. Because I think a lot of us have used like those memo pads from like realtors or something from the grocery store. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> this just like takes it to another level. It's like premium that memo yeah. pad. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. And oh yeah, speaking of premium, like it's found man friendly, which really just like you know last last straw on this camel that fell Chef's kiss. that so fell good. into this rabbit hole. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we can we will obviously go into that as well next time, but um, that's really um, in a nutshell what a plotter is like in terms of the entire um, in ecosystem of ring system. Mm -hmm. um, and moving on to our next section, I'm, I'm in, excited to talk about the topic of Techo Kaigi. <laughs> techo mm -hmm. Kaigi, another Japanese another term. adopted term. So you guys remember me trying really hard to explain what Techo is. Techo, again, a system, notebook, paper system. 
you know what? I feel like these days maybe even digital could be considered into the techo thing mm-hmm. <laughs> if we were to be really, <laughs> really broad about it. But yeah, um, techo and kaigi. The word kaigi is a meeting, basically mm-hmm. from Japanese. And in Chinese, we have the same word as well. That's basically the same kanji. But so a techo kaigi is essentially a meeting that you hold with yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> about I love the notebooks that you're <laughs> using. <laughs> um, but of course, like with a with a meeting, uh, the purpose or the the process of the meeting involves. In my opinion, it, it would be a it would be a good meeting if it involves some reflection. Oh yeah. About what works, what did not, um, mm-hmm. and then a little bit of a projection into like, oh, what would work? What am I? What are something I wanted to try <laughs> in the future? Mm-hmm. And and with all those questions kind of in your head. You take a look at your uh, your your notebooks from last year, and then you explore options for next year and see mm-hmm. what might work for you or not. Um, and Joe, this is this is our sweet spot here. We love talking about this. I could talk about this for like days, <laughs> hours. <laughs> and if you're if you're remotely even like interested in notebook, and probably while you're listening to this podcast, you probably understand like. For mm-hmm. some of us, just one isn't enough. Just one notebook is oh, not yeah. enough. <laughs> um, we need more. <laughs> and why does it matter, right, at this time of the year? It's 2024. Um, at this point of recording, first week of the new year. Um, first work week first for us. If you're, uh, and, um, in a my, lot of firsts. A lot of firsts, exactly. First page, fresh page mm-hmm. in our plotter. Um that fresh monthly calendar page, oh, mm-hmm. so good. Immediately marking off all my vacation days. <laughs> <laughs> really nice. Um, but basically, a lot of first and for a lot of people, actually, the techo kaiki process happened way earlier. Maybe like last, last last oh, year, last fall. Yeah, around mm-hmm. the last two to three months of twenty twenty three because. For some reason, in the stationary world, the planner and the journals, the they come out real quick. They creep up on yeah. you around like o- you're August. in August, halfway through the year, and you're like, "What's the next year have in store for us?" <laughs> yes, and you're like, They're "Like, wait a second. That that meme with the girlfriend or you like." There's a girlfriend walking with a boyfriend. And the oh, guy yeah. was looking back, like at this that's other us. girl. That's looking at the other girl, the, which is the, the next planner. Next year's planner. <laughs> yes, that means. Um, so the fact that we're even talking about this now is like you're kind of late if you're still thinking or learning about Techokaiki. But no, there are people that are. You know, some people are still thinking about it. And I know I'm, I'm always late too, so that's part of it. <laughs> And to be honest, you could do it any time of the year. There are people that d- does it like one month in and like, I regret everything. I need to oh. start fresh. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. So no judgment at all because we've, we've both been there at, um, mm-hmm. many times. And I know many friends who, who, do, who does one like mid-year, who does one maybe quarterly, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily to buy new ones, but more of like... But just to- 
reflect reflecting and kind of rethinking uh, the system and how they wanted to utilize the existing pages. So mm-hmm. there's so many fun fun things that goes on when you think about Techo Kaigi and and again another reason why the two of us speaks over it so much. I I want to say are we outliers or is this the norm? We're both kind of millennial age. Um, we both are. I, I'm hoping somewhat proficient in like digital apps these days. Like I think so. We're the ones that grew up, all right? Like we're in our 30s. Are you in your 30s? I'm in my 30s okay. now. All right, all right, okay. Unfortunately, I just... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, so same age bracket on a survey yeah. form. Uh, we both grew up with computers and, you know, stepping into the social media world. There are mm-hmm. a lot of new ones, though, these days that I still don't know. I'm like, I don't know TikTok, but Joe knows. I love TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, but we also straddle that nostalgic, like, feature of writing, right? Like keeping handwriting diaries. Oh, yeah. I think kids these days, oh my God, that sounds so old. Oh no, April. <laughs> they, they kids are these days. Young ones these days that I see, like, you know, clutching onto their iPads. I really sound like a get off my lawn person right now. <laughs> um, instead of like writing in a notebook, which, which was what yeah. I remember myself doing as a kid. Like, that I, yeah, in my, in my high school years, I was during lunch breaks, I mm-hmm. scribble in notebooks writing about like this fantasy novel difference yeah i think it's interesting because like we grew up in like the introduction of like the computer that we know today but it's so advanced now that you can have the whole internet on your hand on your phone which is wild but like i think there you know that that same idea about writing has kind of translated into the digital world like we were talking like before this that the journal app on iphone is like a thing now and so both of us physically journal by hand but i started using the journal app this year and like i'm just playing around with it because i think it's nice to use both systems because you know we live in the now so it's nice to take advantage of you know the different technologies we have but i think both of us still really prefer and use our analog systems it's like we we don't shun either um Mm -hmm. we love both (laughs) like i i i still obviously do a lot of written analog uh habits but at the same time when i have like to-do lists like that just comes to my head it's really fast to just type it into a phone and like, yeah. I, I, I alternate. I don't know if, if anyone uses like productivity to do list apps because I don't. So I alternate mm. between the standard reminders app on the iPhone and the notes ad. And oh, classic. And like, I think people who are really organized will, will have a fit when they see my notes, you know, record. <laughs> <laughs> just the randomness. You know, the first line where they always bolded and make you yeah. put that subject line. <laughs> Broccoli. Like, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, okay, that's a to-do list, I guess. Well, someone said your notes app is like a reflection of you as a person. Oh, so no. I'm like, oh, what does mine look like? Oh, no. <laughs> mine sometimes is like, like like cookie. And then the yeah. next thing is completely different, like car details. So things like that. Yeah. And it just looks so weird. But, but coming back around to it is that we 
use both. And mm-hmm. when I first learned about Plotter, is that they love that we use both. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, the founder, like Takayuki, is like, the reason why he even created Plotter in the first place is because you can't deny the flow of the world. Like <laughs> You have to keep up with the mm-hmm. ages. But no, yeah. you, you can't deny that digital devices is such a big part. We, even though we work at a stationary company, we, mm-hmm. we use digital tools all the oh, time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So what happens to analog is that it morphs uh, into mm-hmm. forms or ways that fit this lifestyle. And what mm-hmm. we've both found to be really nice is we start picking out uh, lighter accessories. We start looking for um, more effective ways to write down things. Uh, and then, mm-hmm. you know, with that space, you accessorize yourself with cool pens and like yeah. <laughs> cool, cool <laughs> folders, cool, cool pouches to go with it. And in the mm-hmm. whole, like that makes us a very like happy person <laughs> because, yeah. because our lifestyle is elevated in a way or so. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So diving into Techo Kaigi, um, I think let's take turns sharing um, yeah. the systems that we use and I think in this case I would love to talk specifically about our ring binders my plotters um, mm-hmm. I'll start first yeah what are you using um, my A5 plotter is actually I started using my plotter with the A5 mm-hmm. size um, yeah. my, my now boss um, gifted one to me before I even started working here uh, and it was a Leafio mm-hmm. black a5 size flower leather binder and when i opened mm-hmm. it for the first time i don't know if i told the story at all i was like whoa i'm at the tax-free luxury goods section at the airport yeah. <laughs> you know that feeling <laughs> this this italian leather smells so good <laughs> um but obviously um three years in no almost three years in I now have several <laughs> leather binders oh, yeah. in the A5 size, and my current one is the Shiranami leather that just came out last year. Uh, mm, but it's this, so pretty. It's so good. It's it's sturdy. Like the waxy exterior mm-hmm. makes it feel like it could like take any kind of abuse from me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but A5 size for work as a work planner slash notebook. Before I started using a plotter in my previous jobs, I've always just used like bound dated planners. And Mm -hmm. what happens is that although, you know, it's really effective to have something that's like dated and structured um, towards the last quarter of the year, you're like, why am I carrying all of this bulk from first (laughs) quarter? That doesn't matter anymore. (laughs) That's true. That's true. And then I supplement that bound uh, schedule agenda with a, a random random Muji notebook for like mm-hmm. notes and things. Yeah, and then the problem is, I'm like three months in and I need to look for something from two months ago, and I have to actually go back and find that specific notebook instead of yeah, you know, referencing it all, oh, all in yeah. one place. Mm-hmm. And Potter soft both of those problems because obviously it's so compact and thin and I could move pages out as I don't need them and then Mm -hmm. for work specifically because there's so many projects all the time and some projects they end they just go into the archive binder 
at mm-hmm. the same time, I have that project manager that um, that Potter does with, which is like a foldable paper, the paper folder, folder mm-hmm. that can hold mm-hmm. several loose sheets uh, at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I have that as a I have a reference project manager in my A five that just stays there all the time. Mm-hmm. So no matter what phase. I am in or what you have those notes, season. those valuable pieces of information. Yeah, I don't need you. to go dig back into a random mm-hmm. notebook. And and the best part is too, like I can use the notepad, the refill memo pad to just take random, really bad notes and then yeah. like and then not worry about it staying in the book. Oh yeah, you're like, I don't need this anymore. <laughs> Pick I, it up. <laughs> I can retranscribe it nicely, only what mm-hmm. I need. Um um, back into like a fresh page, but then I get the freedom to do that bad note in the first place. Oh yeah, <laughs> like oh, yeah. like you can be whoever you want to be. <laughs> That's <just> so weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that though. Sometimes you don't want a messy note page, so you just take the tidbits that you're like, "This is really important. I'm gonna transcribe it yes. and keep it yes. forever." But then, yeah, that freedom allows you to just, like, really be as messy as you need to. Because sometimes there's mm-hmm. there's just moments where you're just scribbling chicken scratch um, mm-hmm. because the circumstances uh, make, made it that way. So, yeah, um, I the constant pages in my A5 plotter right now is this 12 month, the calendar month mm-hmm. pages, because I think it's kind of works like a Google calendar but better because I can like flip through all of it instead of scrolling. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I'm really bad at finding agendas on the Google calendar on my phone. It's very confusing. Yeah. Especially when you have multiple people's calendars and other yeah. people's that are syncing together. Yeah. It's confusing. It's so messy to me. So uh, I can refer to the monthly uh, calendar. I scribble so much on my calendar. I like draw lines when things are moved. <laughs> <laughs> And I like redraw them back when it was moved yeah. back to its original position. So my monthly calendar is a wild ride for whoever reads it. Thankfully, <laughs> only me. <laughs> um, and then uh, I used to do weekly pages from using the weekly schedule. Last year, I mm-hmm. used it. This year, I decided to actually take a bullet journaling approach where, oh. where I draw my own layout uh, or create my own structure every yeah. week uh, using different paper because there's the, mm-hmm. the the dark grid which is great there's the blue refill with the A the blue I really like yeah, the blue yeah. so I can switch it up however I feel because sometimes there are weeks where for three weeks in a row you're just doing the same project so yeah. it feels kind of funny to just recopy it onto the next week when I could uh-huh. just have it on that eight, eight box spread in the blue refill for Mm-hmm. for however long I wanted to be. So I decided to remove the weekly yeah. structure and just go freeform for my... That's super cool, actually. For my weekly to-dos. Uh, let's see how it works out. I already have a really mm-hmm. funny layout this week because I start, we started on a Wednesday, so... Oh, yeah, no, and this, this is only three days. <laughs> yes, it, was, it looks really funny. Um, and, like, a whole bunch of to-do lists because, you know, we... We procrastinated. We are busy. <laughs> we procrastinated over the week, over the holidays, and now we're like suffering from it. Um, and then in the back is just random note pages categorized mm-hmm. using those film fusents, the little um, flax, the plastic yeah. flax. 
to let me remind me what is what, and then mm-hmm. and then a reference project manager. I think that's it. That's 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 what my A five size look like. Oh, that's pretty streamlined. Yeah, very very easy. I know where things are. Calendar mm-hmm. front, project yeah. reference page back, and then uh. I use the ruler pad because it has the tab to mm-hmm. to slot into the week that I'm working oh, in. Oh, nice. So you know, mm-hmm. I, I grab my plotter. I don't open and I instead look for that little tab. Yeah, you just feel and, for the tab and then open, and flip open. <laughs> yeah, nice. Exactly, and then I just flip that open. So that's how I use my A5 size for work. Um, I currently use a Bible size plotter planner for mm. my personal planner. Um, I used to have a Pueblo um, beige leather binder yeah. that was my OG personal planner. And it has mm-hmm. caramelized patina. It looks not, so nice. It's not enough to describe <laughs> how it had changed over two years. <laughs> it caramelized. It's so pretty right now. It's it's reflecting my own face in like the, <laughs> the how it, like I how oily. I only it. hope for mine. Well, I don't have <laughs> well, a beige pueblo, but I have a brown one, and I'm hoping it'll look like this in the future. That's another fun part about plotter is the leather patina is just so fun. So good. It makes you feel yeah. accomplished in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, it's like a cool way to see the passage of you time. You change like just, things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, passage of time. That's a good word. Yeah. yeah. But currently, I do have a very fancy new leather that I got when I visited Ooh. Japan last year at Itoya. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of their special editions that they did with Atoya. And oh, we're going to talk about that in the future too, maybe um, in yeah. one of the episodes about all these Japanese stores and special editions and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and our envy. What do you use inside <laughs> of it? I have so many fun little uh, things in my Bible size as a personal planner. Mm-hmm. First of all, I love the size because it's just so easy to grab. It fits into my tote bags, fits into my pouch. Um, I have, I'm so thankful they came out with the fasteners case because Mm -hmm. it's so effective for holding, um, loose things that I can open the zipper pouch on both sides and just access it. Like when I was in Japan, I used it to hold my passport. Right now it holds a small blotting paper, uh, that I don't want to punch holes in because I don't want it to be fixed onto a certain place. Oh, so it's like okay. Loose. And the fastener case it's is loose. a nice place to hold it. Exactly. Um, I punched holes in a very cute postcard and use it as a dashboard as my... Oh, that's cute. Opened up to a cute page. Um, so my personal planner holds essentially all the schedules and appointments that I have between me, my husband, and my dog. <laughs> yes, he has appointments too, <laughs> and so it's busy. Dog. It's a it's a personal reference book basically. The the part of the Google Calendar that's more family and personal, um, and it's as chaotic as my work planner. I <laughs> I have I've loose pages that list out my goals um, for the year. Oh, nice. Refer- I, I use a big. T- flag to so I can access it like at all times mm-hmm. so I can like constantly remind myself what they are I have loose pages in the back I actually collect like used plotter empty refill pages to collect stamps when I was in Japan 
Oh, that's nice. It was very nice because I could take it out and have a flat surface to stamp on. Um, I have a recent to-do list. I have actually a page for a future to-do list. So, re oh. so recent is like things that actually needs to be accomplished like that. They need mm -hmm. to get done in the next month or so. And then a, a future to-do list, which is more um, aspirational things. <laughs> Okay. Get a citizenship, you know, things like that. Oh, okay. So like, <laughs> yeah, things long term, more non long term, specific. non day specific. Mm -hmm. I may look into it. Like there was one where I had, uh, I want to look up for pottery ceramic classes in Seattle. Oh, so, um, oh my gosh, same. Really? Oh, yeah. Let's 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 be accountability <laughs> buddies on that. <laughs> I need to find one in in Long Beach. I'm so, sure yeah. there's a lot down there. Yeah. Um, so. Things like that, like future aspirational to-do list that doesn't really belong in the weekly pages, which I have. I use the mm -hmm. weekly schedule for that. And inside the weekly schedule, um, weekly pages, again, to-do list for this week. Um, this one, mm -hmm. I'm more confident using it on a weekly basis because it really does change. Um, mm -hmm. Dinner appointments, meetups with friends, um, mm -hmm. dentist appointments. Your mundane everyday life things is in here, um, mm -hmm. and it's not a thick system at all. I, I just, oh, yeah. I have just what I need, and that's that's all that I need. Honestly, I don't need a huge bound book filled with things that I have completed or like. Again, I feel like I've never kept my planner notebooks in the past as a stationary user for nine to ten years now. I've mm -hmm. never felt the need to keep my appointments pages <laughs> from 2016. You know, things like that. Like, I don't... Mm. I don't... You don't find, like, the value of keeping... I don't archive them at all. I just toss mm -hmm. them. So, so Plotter, uh, using the Plotter as a personal planner for that purpose is perfect for me because the pages are disposable. Um, again, I just put in what I need for the three-month... Mm -hmm into the future and and yeah i can i i don't have to worry or stress about how pretty my notes need to be which mm -hmm. is usually not pretty uh and i can add i can add spontaneous things into it too like if i feel like doodling i'll just scribble and like draw on the pages mm -hmm. just for the fun of it so yeah and then you can take it out if you don't need it I anymore know, exactly so i Love i it. think i think potter really offers me that freedom and flexibility to be um however i want to be again and and mm -hmm. in, in with premium paper and still feeling like yeah. i'm using a good good stationery yeah allows for like the spontaneity that sometimes we need right yeah i have a i have two small project managers in the back one says stationery mm -hmm. on it because nice. It's got my shopping list, <laughs> things, stationary items that I want to acquire in the future. And then one mm -hmm. just has projects because mm -hmm. I uh, am a very, I, I might talk about this in that creativity episode, but I'm a kind of person that likes to do a lot of things, like, but, but can't really <laughs> stick on one thing, you know, like, yeah. you want to start projects. I, I want to maybe do this and maybe do that. Mm -hmm. And so this is the folder where I kept things related to starting points or midsections to mm -hmm. to those projects and i don't want to dedicate a new notebook to those 
knowing mm-hmm. I may stop that project in two weeks or two months <laughs> <laughs> or two days. That is neat. It keeps it all in one place too. Yeah. So that's how I use my Potter Bible size. Something new for me this 2024 is, well, not new. My Potter narrowed size. It's mm-hmm. not new, but I'm attempting it anew <laughs> because I failed mm-hmm. last year, which is to use it as a finance tracker. Um, yeah. Don't you think... You've in, done it in the past, though, right? You've used and the, I the failed, plotter now. I failed to finish it. Because you inspired me to use it, like, two years ago. I was very I, excited to use it in 2022, yeah. 2023. Um yeah, I, I tried two years in a row, but I think this year I'm going to do it again. Um, making note of big purchases, mm-hmm. um, expenses related to appointments, expenses related to my dog. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to get out of it, I think. It's Financial. Like, it's nice to just know, right? Like where I think, everything's going. I think that's where I'm at right now. I just want to know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know starting the year fresh with new attempts and new new aspiration to save more yeah. money is not bad like it's better mm-hmm. than not doing anything i guess so mm-hmm. so we'll see where it goes maybe by the fourth or fifth episode it's a it's a monthly <laughs> we'll, we'll update you what happens i know i know <laughs> we might do like a mid-year kaiki again and um yeah on that note how, how are you uh, using your potters in your Tetra Kaigi? I, the thing is, um, I started working um, at Potter basically, it's, all, oh, it's been like, I guess, half a year mm. now, like five-ish months. And so being exposed to every single size <laughs> has been amazing. <laughs> and like, I don't, I don't have a mini size but, like, I get to play around with it a lot. So, in my head, I feel like it's mine. <laughs> when in reality, it's not. But the ones that I personally use day-to-day that I own, I use an A5 uh, size. Uh, I have a Pueblo Brown uh, leather. And that's my planner for everything. Like, one planner to rule them the mo- all. So. <laughs> So it has my work planning and my personal planning. Oh, you all put in them there. together. Oh. And historically, I've kept them apart because I don't know. I just don't want to mix um, personal and work together. Mm-hmm. But with the plotter A5, it's enough room for me to plan everything effectively in it. So, like like you, I have a monthly uh, schedule. I have all twelve months there. It's nice to just keep it there at a glance if you need anything Mm -hmm. and then i have the weekly schedule and i use that for both my personal and work tasks which Mm. might seem like a little on the same chaotic for some on the same um so on the left side Uh. of the weekly schedule is for work and on the right side is Uh. my personal stuff yes because it extends onto the other side like on the left on the left side the one with the dates on the right side even though it's the lines continue the lines continue right that's what i really liked about our weekly schedule because i can continue that same day onto Mm -hmm. the right page right so for my personal tasks that's that goes there and then we have like these smaller um uh, refill memo pads that 
uh, only have three rings in it. Yeah, yeah. And I use this as a little like supplemental. The card size refill. The card pad. size. It's very cute, very small, and I use that for any like tasks that I know are important that I probably might not finish this week, but I know I'll have to write next week uh-huh. probably. So I guess it's like a long term to do that I kind of just move from week to week. So um, do you do I the, really like it. Do you do the hack where you turn it into a key ring shape? Like, you know what I mean? Oh. When you, you slice the holes on one side. So suddenly... Oh, yeah. I haven't yet. Suddenly but I, this I page totally became portable. It could yeah. it could move to the next ring, bef- next section of the ring without you opening the rings because the page is I now really removable. Should. I should because I do move these a lot. <laughs> it's sometimes I'm like, why am I writing something that's just gonna be moved over? But I like to keep like you know those big projects that I need to get done at, like at the forefront of my brain so I don't forget it. Yeah. And so having that on uh, this little card size refill memo pad sheet is nice. So that's my main planning. And then I have um actually I, I, while we were talking i'm like i think i want to steal your idea because i don't have a reference oh. area in my plotter so i have a a work project manager and a personal project manager mm-hmm. and i just keep notes in there mm-hmm. but it would be nice to have one for reference material mm. i guess it kind of serves its purpose right now but i don't know i've been using the same same exact system last year and it worked so good for me and nice. i'm gonna use it this year nice. so I don't want to say it's like the perfect system for me. I might jinx it, but it's been highly effective for me. So awesome. Um, yeah, I can't wait to use it in 2024. And then I have a mini five size. I'm a very big fan of mini five. At one point, I was using the plotter <laughs> mini five as like my main planner, you which is were, like you were in the mini it, five era. I remember it was like everything was mini five, and I can't believe I like lasted that long. You I were mean, making dashboards, you were yeah. creating spreads, and even like co- everything doing Tiny. doing mini skill like collaging on mini the collages, slide. mini journal pages. Everything was tiny, and which is funny because I have like my hands aren't the the most petite so it's like a uh, uh, a battle with uh your the size. fist was probably yeah. the size of the book itself. size of the refill <laughs> <laughs> but i really like using it and I, although i don't use it as my like full-on main planner and uh system i use it as an on-the-go notebook True. as a wallet yeah that's and so i didn't put it in my techo kaigi but it's actually my wallet <laughs> i put yeah. my cards in it I have little note pages in it. I think I have a to-do list, an entire to-do list refill memo yeah. pad in it, and a pen holder for. A and we have like um, mm. this uh, the leather card case. I think we both use. Yes. That's super helpful to keep cards in. Yeah. And then I have the the purple, the mm. limited purple nice. one, which I I think we'll share a story about that later on because it's <laughs> yeah. a really oh funny <laughs> really funny story like within like plotter usa that we still like all collectively laugh about um but that's for a different episode um but yeah i use those two mainly but i think i've talked to you personally about this but like i always want to use the bible size i have so many bible size plotters but i i don't know that i 
I always feel like um, I want more space. So mm-hmm. the A5 was a perfect fit. Mm-hmm. But um, a hack that we've talked about before you've talked, you actually shared this with me, is to use the narrow refills with the Bible size yes. so that you can kind of access more space in like a weekly uh, refill mm-hmm. and then have more, um, you know, space for notes, but still see the dates um, yes. when you flip the narrow size. So I want to try that this year. I'm going to experiment because although the A5 size is working so well for me, I think the portability of the Bible size is like unmatched. Like it can fit in so many different bags. I can, I swear it probably fits in like my jeans pocket. If I tried, uh, maybe men's, um, jean pockets. We'll do an experiment. I think it does. (laughs) In fact, if for those who subscribe to the pen world magazine, we were featured in an article. Part of USA was featured in an article for the December issue. I believe Mm -hmm. it went out and, um, the author wrote at length how well Plotter fits into his pocket. <laughs> he was asking us, "Can we? Can we? Can I try all the sizes? I need to go back and put them in my like jacket pocket." pocket. That's and so we're like, funny. "Go ahead, have fun, <laughs> try them all." It was so. It was such a fun experience, and yeah. they did an awesome job. I really love reading the outcome and article. I can't wait to take a look at the physical copy when you get back, right? So, mm-hmm. um, for those who. Uh, subscribe or read the Penwell magazine let us know how you feel or let us know what you think about that article yeah, we, we're, we're featured in it that's amazing we're really excited about it i think it was a fun yeah. project um nice it, yeah i think that's it for my Tachokaigi. experimental podcast experimental year experimental yeah. bible water <laughs> i know that we're doing a lot of experimenting <laughs> this year yeah oh i love it i love it i think that's uh, it's awesome to like plan and think and like be creative about what you might want to try or do. And mm-hmm. I think we will we will try to like have a check in. I think <laughs> a few episodes down to see mm-hmm. how that goes. Um, finally, I think to kind of come to the last section of this first episode. It's it's so much fun. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit about New Year reflections and goals. It's twenty twenty four. It's that time. Big topic. That mm-hmm. time of the year, and I personally found it super effective to, uh, or f- and fun really to come up with a word of a year. And I think in mm-hmm. other um, systems, I learned from a fellow podcast named the Cortex Podcast that talks about creating a theme for the year as a mm-hmm. umbrella that encompasses all facets of the way you decide to approach things in the year. So having a theme, having a, oh, that's cool. a word, and more importantly, I think, was the follow-up to that, which is having actionable steps um, that mm-hmm. you broke down uh, and a method to be accountable for those specific steps and i think that's Mm -hmm. that's where um you might dive in but i want to share that my my word of the year um is the unapologetic and i i'm really excited to apply that to you know ways that i set boundaries in my personal life um in the ways that i 
try new things without yeah. feeling fearing failure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I want to be unapologetic to myself. And even if I made mistakes, like do not apologize, April. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So in a way, yeah, that was, that I was like kinda, that. That was kind of what I was going for. And and in terms of like breaking it down, I I use my Bible size plotter to create kind of these like what does being unapologetic mean in these in this mm-hmm. section, in the family section, in the finance section, in the career section, and in the personal section. And so I kind of did like a a breakdown and then in another column so what are tangible actions that I could take mm-hmm. that represents being unapologetic so that's kind of how, like how I did a little fun exercise on um, the first day of the year it was really fun it was really yeah. reflective and forward thinking I think <laughs> no that that's great and I like how you talked about like the actionable steps because we can plan all we want, but like if we don't act on it, like what's the point, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in similar to you, I've been kind of thinking about goal setting a lot this year too. I also chose a word of the year, but I like the idea of like having a theme of the year. So I might have to reconsider that. But my <laughs> my word of the year is like it's it's I guess it's two words. It's glow up. Oh, glow <laughs> up. Cuz I want to like a glow up, you know, in my health, glow up in my mm-hmm. you know, personal finances. Like I just want to like level up in like all You areas. mean you mean all these shiny uh fountain pens aren't shiny and glowing in your collection? They, they're glowing, but then maybe my my wallet isn't glowing like the fountain <laughs> pens in my collection. So I it's more, more about me like taking a little bit more control over you know, those things uh but like you i i think i'm gonna break it down into like um more actionable steps because uh yeah we need to take <laughs> take actions actually not just write it down take in um, and glow up <laughs> yeah i gotta i have to make some steps for my glow up this year um but like you on the first or actually before um the beginning of the year I started creating a vision board for my goals. And although, you know, the vision boards might be rooted in like spirituality, I think it's a really visual way just to see your goals. It's so good. I got to flip through it in person. You saw it. I'm a very visual person. I think a lot of people are. And so seeing your goals um, outlined in like a visual manner is a great way. So vision boards serve that function for me did you cut out like magazines from magazines or just assets from the internet that you downloaded and printed i did both because Mm -hmm. i got a few national geographic magazines (laughs) from the thrift store that i felt okay cutting i don't know i i i think both of you i I mean both of us like we like to like journal and like collage things but cutting up like something from a magazine kind of feels a little scary yeah like (laughs) oh we're we're, like cutting it up so i went uh, to the thrift store and grabbed a few that i felt it would be okay to (laughs) give them a new life (laughs) (laughs) so i did a mix of both like digital uh collaging and um like physical collaging uh to make my vision board and i hope to kind of create goals that are related to that and the goals that i've written down you know refer to the vision board so 
they kind of work in tandem and that's something that we're we're going to explore more in plotter plaza so if you haven't checked out plotterusa.com we have plotter plaza which are kind of like small bite-sized articles that just dig deeper into you know different topics but it's still kind of like our podcast we have things about creativity day-to-day um usage of our our plotters but also like um you know larger themes like goal setting so yeah one of the things that we talked about at plotter plaza and also plotter magazine which is again on our website with more official uh, articles about mm -hmm. new product releases and stuff that's in the plotter magazine But the plaza mm-hmm. is kind of like that playground where mm-hmm. you get to see a lot more user and specifically um, from the United States and this market and how Job and I even um, use our stuff. And yeah, a lot of the articles there feature kind of our own findings and us navigating our systems. So, um, yeah, there's a, a lot of photography and like visuals on there, but we also dig deep into like our our systems there so be sure to check out um plotter magazine because we did a whole article about um smart goals and smart yeah. goal setting so if you don't know what smart stands for it means specific measurable attainable relevant and time-bound goals and so if you're really you know geeking out about goal setting um we kind of broke that down in our plotter uh, magazine post mm-hmm. and we hope to continue um writing um articles like that in the future just because goal setting although it happens in the beginning of the year for many people it's like an ever-changing thing right our goals Mm -hmm. shift as we grow as people and so Mm -hmm. it's nice to check in with yourself and see you know what does that what actually matters to me right at this moment so we'll definitely be updating Plotter Plaza and Plotter Magazine with, you know, our findings, our personal findings, and share them with you all. It's so much fun. Um, and also, this is completely irrelevant to what you just said, and I was just a yeah. random finding, but you and I are both dressed in black, and I feel like we're channeling <laughs> Takayuki a little bit today <laughs> while we're recording. And yeah, on the usual Takayuki channel, Steve, Job, Steve Jobs, yeah. I said joke because you're joke. I was like, me? <laughs> <laughs> I do wear a lot of black too. Though. So that comes full circle. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was funny that um, we're both very dressed to fit the theme. I know, right? Of I wonder like, if we, when we record with, with Takayuki, if he'll be wearing black. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> we'll have to message him beforehand. <laughs> nice. A dress coded, right? <laughs> yeah. Before we, we dive into a new page. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, the, all, all of these puns, like, I we're both, so like, not sorry. ready, and then it just happens. <laughs> we love puns here, plotter, alliteration. Creative refills. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We What if we call this plotter puns? <laughs> that, oh, that would have I mean, been a disaster. <laughs> I feel like people should see the list of the names for the podcast, because we got kind of, some of them were a little too... I love the runner-up that you came up with. What was it? Behind the... Behind the back plate. <laughs> it felt a little risque, honestly. Yeah. And we were like, will people know what a black a back plate is? Like, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think yeah. this has been a super fun um, first episode. I'm excited for this season. Mm-hmm. If this season does well, 
if you guys support us, <laughs> we may have season two. We'll see. It's kind of like launching new shows. Like if the if the ratings are good, then we have the budget. <laughs> the rating, guys, we'll have the budget for more. <laughs> we'll <have> more budgets. <laughs> um, but um, this episode has been about system techo. Has been about techo kaigi. About goal setting for both you and I. And the next episode is going to be a little bit about starting new projects. Um, creativity. <laughs> tackling the scary blank page um ah, scary. <laughs> and <laughs> a little bit about our coming pop-up at the california pen show i think it's not too early to talk about it at all yeah so excited it, it's approaching quite soon <laughs> it's now actually that I right around it. the corner <laughs> <laughs> um uh, if you've um f- subscribed to our newsletter we we touched on that a little bit too um but i'm excited to talk about that and in fact, you'll be able to meet some of the plotter team at California Pen Show because ah! this is the their yearly visit. They've come mm-hmm. last. They went. They came last year to Chicago, the year before to San Francisco, and this year they're like, "Let's check out California." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> That's specifically so cool. LA. So you, sorry, <laughs> not the California. If you're coming to the California <laughs> Pen Show, you gotta come then. Yeah. yeah. So you can come and see. Yeah. The team. The team. Um, mm-hmm. And to end each episode, we thought it'd be fun to kind of propose a prompt or something mm-hmm. for you to use, uh, an excuse really, to use mm-hmm. a fresh page in your plot or refill memo pad. Mm-hmm. Why don't you share with us um, your Techo Kaigi? You don't, have, yes. you don't have to do it in the plotter. Just kidding. You can do it in any book, really. Um, mm-hmm. But a list of the systems that you found that was useful or a, a list mm-hmm. of systems that you're using for this year, write it with your favorite pen, with your favorite mm-hmm. ink, and like, you know, annotate that this is written with, because this is our own selfish, like, curiosity. I, yeah, we probably want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what ink is that? <laughs> what ink is that? Um, so do something like that and then tag us with Plotter Creative Refills on Instagram. Um, we'll share this. We'll share this episode on our IG too, right? Mm-hmm. And we, yeah, we'd love to genuinely hear about what you're using in 2024 because it allows us to maybe get ideas personally. Again, this is a very selfish thing for both <laughs> April and I. <laughs> right. We have we have too many refills that needs to get utilized. Mm-hmm. I can't help. Um, anymore. So yeah, let us know in the comments what you enjoyed about this episode and what you'd like to hear from us in the future although this is episode one there's more to come and we'd love to address any questions or themes that you are curious about yeah i'm excited joe (laughs) i know this is like a a great way to start the year a fresh page in our creative refills Woo! that was amazing (laughs) and with that (laughs) we conclude the episode thank you so much for listening everyone 